So yeah, about four days ago, I, I the day started out not good. I uh, I ended up doing a double shift, and I got no sleep th- that night. And I had to do another double shift, so I had to do two sixteen-hour shifts in a row, with only eight hours in between. And my wife is now on a new work schedule where she gets up at like three thirty in the morning. Oof. Yeah. So that sucks. I get to I, by the time I get in, it's about midnight, and by the time I get to sleep, it's about twelve fifteen. Okay. In between twelve fifteen and three o'clock, I end up having to wake up to go to the bathroom. So I get up. That that disrupts my sleep. And then my wife gets up, and I can hear her alarm going off. So now I'm awake. <laughs> She's in there getting you know ready, showering, and all that, and I'm lying in bed trying to get back to sleep. And what happens? Fucking cat pukes. Goddamn cat pukes all over the fucking uh, carpet. Right. So now I'm trying to clean it up with my eyes like pretty much completely closed because if I let any light in, I'm going to be awake, Mm -hmm. more awake than what I was. So finally I get get the, the cat puke cleaned up. I start falling back asleep. What does my wife do? She has to dry her hair. That wakes me up. Finally... I start falling back asleep, and our bedroom is above the garage. What does my wife do when she has to leave? She has to open the garage door to get out of the garage. The garage door is loud, wakes me up. So now I've got, like, no sleep. I wake up to go to work. I usually wake up around 5.30. I leave by 6, and I got an hour ride in the work. You know, or a little bit less, maybe, like, 45-minute ride in. Okay. So I'm driving. And I'm in an open, you know how Pine Island is. There's the open fields. Yes. I say to my, I'm, it is right when I have to change a podcast. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to look down for a hot minute. I actually say it in my head. I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to look down, change this podcast episode to the new episode. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I don't hit a deer. What do I almost do? I almost hit a fucking deer. (laughs) It comes running out of nowhere. I don't even see it. And, as it's running, it literally scoots like 
underneath my front bumper. It actually saved itself. Because wow. if it stayed standing straight up, I would have hit it right in the back end. But it literally scooted its butt down underneath like the bumper, and I missed it. But I, I'm telling you, I brushed its tail. That's they're, how close I was. They're evolving. They used to just stand there. Now they're they're maneuvering. Yeah. That's bad for it, us. It was like a fucking, it was like the Matrix. This um, fucking was the this was the Neo of fucking deer. Yeah, they're um they I I've noticed this. They're pretty rampant right now. Uh, maybe because not a lot of people went out last year. I I don't know, but uh, I've seen deer everywhere. Uh, the other day I'm coming home, guys in front of me. All of a sudden his tail lights go on. He stops short, and the deer just kind of runs. He almost hit a deer. The deer just ran out from the road back into the field with like where he was met by four other deer. Yeah. So they're all over the place. Um, you better get out there and, and uh, take care of this, Tom. I trust me. I have all my stuff now. I want to get out there. This when year. Uh, when does deer season start? November. Yeah, usually is right around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, take care of this. Well, that was my rant on that. Then I go in the work, oh, and more. it was just all downhill from there. I had like I Monday was a pretty bad day. Hmm. Is it any? It was just one of those days where like nothing goes right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had a shitty Monday. So I, I had a pretty yeah, I had a shitty Monday. Well, welcome to the world. I don't think there's a, one person out there who's ever had a good Monday. Well, maybe I guess some people yeah. have, but. You know, what? I actually don't mind Monday because ah, I work with uh, when I work on the weekends. Yeah. I have to work with like other people. It's not my normal crew. And then when I work on the weekend, it's my no- or when I work during the week, it's my normal crew. So I actually enjoy Mondays because I know, get to see my normal my normal people. Yeah, you know, when I used to work weekends, I used to hate Fridays because Fridays used to be my Monday. Do you remember that when I used to have Wednesday Thursdays mm-hmm. off? Years ago, uh, and uh, so I would work. Monday always meant to me like it was like my Thursday, so I didn't really mind Mondays as much. Fridays I hated because I had to go to work that night. But yeah, so I guess yeah. uh, Mondays aren't all that bad, all things considered. Uh, and the, the worst part is that Monday I did si- the the Sunday I did sixteen hours. It was part of it was for overtime. The Monday shift, it was not. It was a swap. So I technically have off this Sunday. So it was a Sunday for Monday. So it gave me an extended weekend, but it, it was like when you work 16 hours and it's not for overtime, it just sucks. It's just, it's not, it's not as good. No, it's not. I can't imagine anyone thinking that's good. Uh, did you watch any football on Sunday? I did not. So, no. uh,. <laughs> The Giants weren't on Thursday. The Giants weren't on Thursday. Oh, G- Giants were on Thursday. They weren't on Sunday. I'm sorry. So I was relegated to watching the Jets game because for some reason we don't have the Red Zone channel anymore, and I don't know why. No idea what happened. It just, like, I went to it last week, and it says, upgrade, go to channel such and such. So the last two Sundays at 1 o'clock, I had to watch the Jets game, and, <laughs> man, they they suck, man. This new quarter they they got rid of the quarterback they got a couple years ago for a new quarterback. Who's still young? Who's still young? Who's I don't know why they did this in the first. They didn't give this typical Jets. They don't give the quarterbacks a chance to like 
to like get into the role. They just throw them right into the wolves and they fail miserably. Then they go somewhere and else and they're no, doing and decent. They have no support around the guy. No. They have nothing to help them. No, so typical Jets, they, they draft a brand new quarterback at the, uh, at the number two uh, draft spot last year. This guy, first throw of the game, interception. Uh, I forget who they played, but they scored. Guy comes back Patriots. out. Patri- yeah, Patriots, you're right. You don't watch, but you know what's going on. <laughs> I had the Patriots as my defense, and uh, they did very well for me. They, yeah, well, that's they, you're right. I think they had like three or four interceptions for the day. But second throw he does interception <laughs> i'm like man this has to be the worst fucking franchise in the world um so uh so but yeah so anyway I, i'm in a football pool me and um me your cousins in there uh big papa's in there and a bunch of other guys and each week you pick you have like sixty thousand dollars and you have to spend that sixty thousand dollars on a on like you're building like a position, like quarterback, two running back, wide receivers, tight end. I won. I am. I'm undefeated so far. I've won seventy two dollars in two weeks <laughs> off of ten bucks total. Wait, how does it? So it's like okay. A weekly so it's part of every every yeah, kinda. So every week, it's only the Sunday games, the one o'clock and four o'clock games. Okay. Only those, only teams playing during those times, and you set a team up, but you have sixty thousand dollars, so you can't go over that. So say like Christian McCaffrey, he's like fourteen thousand dollars. Fourteen thousand. That's it. Fourteen thousand dollars is gone, and you and you build you know a team for the week that you think is going to do good, and I've won the last two weeks. So is it only with this group of people, or is it like? No, it's all, well. There is you do you could do it with that group, but you could also. And I've been doing this the last two weeks, and I've won, um, not much. Like last week, I won six bucks. This week, I won ten bucks. But you could do it against against like there's a million dollar challenge where like first place wins a million dollar. No, sorry, three million dollar challenge. First place wins a million dollars, and then it just goes down from there. Um, and you're playing against like 500,000 people and I've, I've placed to the point where I've gotten money back <laughs> and made some. So I've been doing pretty decent in gambling this, this season. I'm very happy with that. Fantasy. Yeah. My, uh, not so much. Yeah. My fantasy teams are hurting, but, uh, I'm doing very good in this. You pick every game. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this last year. I'm, I'm pretty good at picking teams like the winner. Straight up winner or loser. Because uh, we're two weeks in and I'm only two games out of first. I've I've had the most probably consistent week because I've had ten weeks or ten wins in each week. Yeah. So I'm doing pretty well because one guy had uh, I think he had two 11s and he was the only one that did like better than me. Mm-hmm. That's why he's up two games on me. Gotcha. But I'm staying close. And usually in the beginning of the season, I don't do that great because it's still kind of. You're feeling out your starters, who gets injured, this and that. Yeah, it's tough. The first two weeks are always tough for yeah. every team, unless you have like a superstar team. But for the most part, it's you're right. You're feeling out players who's and, and teams change. So a team could be, have a shit defense on the running game last year could have a better one this year, but you don't know that yet. So it's it's you know you have to be patient with a lot of your players, and I'm starting to lose patience with mine. Yeah, well, with this team, with this picking. 
I uh, I'm terrible with it. You're supposed to have your picks in by Wednesday afternoon, right? And I feel bad because the guy always texts me. He's like, "Picks, please," and I'm <laughs> like, I, he actually uh, texted me while I was running, and then I forgot about it because I came back in. I, I I had to like, you know, cook dinner and do all that. I forgot about it. It was late at night, and I'm like, oh shit, I totally forgot about it. So I had to send him my picks. So I pretty much, with no um, studying of spreads or anything like that, I pretty much just picked these teams right off the top of my just head, right out of knowledge, basic knowledge. And I do pretty damn good in this league. If I, I bet you, if I studied, I could do really well. Well, maybe you should. But, Who is this? Is there a lot of people in this thing? Um, maybe thirty. Oh wow! All right, that's a good amount. Yeah. I used to do one for my job, and it had, like, my entire company was involved in this. And uh, I never won, like, the weekly ones, but what happened was some some weeks were, like, I forget how it went, but weeks where there was, like, no winner or something like that, you, um, the, money, the money rolled over. So when the Super Bowl came that year, the rollover money was, like, um, they did um, – Final score and halftime reverse. And I won, I think I won halftime reverse, and it paid for my Vegas trip <laughs> when we went to Vegas 10 years ago. Oh, okay. I won like $700. I'm like, that paid for my flight in my hotel right then and there. So I, it, it, uh, sometimes, sometimes swings old Joe's way. Um, yeah, but, uh, have you got it? now? We uh, we've talked on this podcast before about a show that me and you both love. That's Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, yes. I believe uh, last year we did a recap of the first two seasons. Where we, we kind of went down each episode. We rated it. Uh, they're on. To, they're on season three now, and they just started the second half of season three. And to kick it off, and I've heard about this for a few weeks. They said it's going to be the plane ride from hell, and it's going to stir up a lot of shit. Oh, really? I've, I've heard about the plane. The plane ride from hell happened <clears throat> in May of 2002, and what it was, they went over to England. I believe it was England for uh, the insurrection pay per view. <clears throat> it was, um, <clears throat> excuse me. At the time, they did like a brand split because they had because with WCW gone, they had all these wrestlers under contract. So they split them up, Raw, SmackDown, two separate rosters. So this was like the Raw roster that went over. And this is also the very last pay-per-view to be under WWF. Because two days later, they changed the name to WWE. So I'm Which just, I hate. I, I've, never, I've never, I think, talked about this. I fucking hate that. I hate it too, I, but they, they kind of got forced to do it. Why? Because of the World Wildlife yeah. Federation? Something, I don't know the specifics for that. Like, it had it has to do with, like, it, the internet. Like, something with the with the web searching. I, and I forget the details. And if you want to go and deep dive into that, go right ahead. Um, it's a lot yeah, to get into. Isn't the World Wildlife Federation a non-profit? Shouldn't they be under, like, a different... Yeah, I, I um, don't... Like, dot .org, yeah, and, dot and, net, and or dot... And it's like, uh, I really don't, again, I don't know the specifics. All I know is that it has to do with them. And I think, like, I think they couldn't use the name WWF in Europe, I want to say. Because I think World Wildlife Fund is based out of there. I could be so wrong. Please don't quote me on this. But 
whatever. They changed the name of WWE, and it happened right after this happened. So these wrestlers, they want to come home. The weather in Connecticut was like severe thunderstorms. So the flight got delayed for eight hours. So now you have all these wrestlers who are amped up. They want to get home. They're on, And they're on the plane, waiting on the plane. Now they're flying into Connecticut? They're flying into Connecticut, I believe. I think that's what they Which said. Which is weird because a lot of, of the wrestlers live in Florida. Hmm. This seems well, very weird. They fly well, in the Connecticut. Well, I know that's home base for the WWF. Yeah, well, saying that's, it that that's, way. Also, that's also but, now. I think they had a show Monday. I, I don't. I, I, okay. again, I don't know the specifics. Watch the episode, Tom. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> they're on the tarmac. They're on the plane on the tarmac. And they had, like, liquor carts. They went through three liquor carts before the plane even took off. So people are just boozing. And this is at the time when they were drugging up, too, weren't oh, they? Oh, there was a lot of shit going on. And that, and they even said that. And they said that uh, Mr. Per... And they interviewed Tommy Dreamer, Rob Van Dam, uh, Mike Chioda, who's a ref... Who, he was a referee. Um, Justin Credible... Uh, and they interviewed one of the stewardesses who was on the flight. <clears throat> now was she I've a heard, hot stewardess? What was that? Was she a hot stewardess? Um, sh- not now. <laughs> but back in the day, I could definitely see it. Okay. Um, now so much shit happened on this flight. Mr. Perf- Mr. Perfect was on the flight. And they say one of the things he was going around and doing was dropping... I don't. I think it was like a painkiller or something. He was putting in people's drinks, and they were just passing out. And when they passed out, like uh, Michael P.S. Hayes passed out, they cut his ponytail off. Yes, I heard. Uh, what was it? Uh, X Pac. X Pac did that. Yeah. X Pac did it. So that was one incident. Another incident was uh, Goldust got wasted and then started singing to his ex-wife over the PA speaker. <laughs> um. Mr. Perfect and Brock Lesnar got into a fight, like a play fight, like they were just wrestling around. They almost went out the goddamn uh, the door. He was, he was, he's been in the company that long. Well, he came back. He was gone because he went to WCW for a while, and then in January of 2002 at the Royal Rumble, he came back for another run, and well, and it ended after this. So he was wrestling Brock Lesnar. They almost went through the door while the while the plane was in the air, mind you. Um, so that happened, and another thing that happened was Ric Flair got drunk, and one thing that Ric Flair has always been known to do is he takes off all his clothes, and he wears his robe, and he twirls his dick around <laughs> like a helicopter. So so he does the helicopter, not the headbang. No, what's the head, no, he does a, he does a helicopter. Re- re- gotcha, he I goes gotcha. back and forth. I gotcha, I gotcha. So, not this, this. Correct. Okay. So, supposedly, allegedly, I should say, he backed up this one stewardess, you know, kind of against the wall, and took her hand and put it on his genitals. So, Rob Van Dam's like, yeah, I saw it, like, it was kind of fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Tommy Dreamer goes, I didn't see anything. I think she's full of shit. If she was so traumatized by this why'd she accept the money instead of just instead of just kind of going after this guy and making sure he was in jail 
Oh, she got a payoff. She got a payoff. Her and this other stewardess got a payoff from WWF. Or Ric Flair. Now, wait, I, now I have a question. Because, again, I, I just so everyone knows, I don't think I clarified it. I did not see the episode yet. You didn't. I, I have it on my DVR. I, I told you to yet. watch it. You didn't watch it. Okay. What's your question? Now, did... They, was this like a private jet? Was this a charter jet just it for was, them? Like, what was the what was the well, was the, other common folk on this flight? No, yeah, that's actually a good question. I should have probably clarified it. No, the um, I don't want to I don't want to say what kind of planet because I don't know, but it was just the wrestlers on there. So you had Vince McMahon, Jim Ross, like all the um. The corporate people and the valets and managers sitting up front of the plane, all the wrestlers were in the back, going crazy. Okay, yeah, they, they probably, it's probably just it was probably like a seven forty seven that they chartered, pretty which much, which means that yeah. they're exclusively for it. Yes. Okay. So that's why this all this shit was going on. Um, and no one up front heard anything that was going oh, on. No, or they, they just didn't no, care. No, they did. They they did. Okay. Um, and oh, and Jim Ross was interviewed for this also. So, um, did he what? say it was a slobber knocker? <laughs> no, he was. He seemed. Did he pretty, say, "Oh God, no"? No, he seemed. He, Jim Ross is a very bitter man. It seems like he seemed pissed off. He was even talking about it. Well, look at his fucking face. Wouldn't you be pissed too? Yeah, I guess so. He's had, a, he's had a rough life. Uh, uh, so yeah, so Tommy Dreamer sort of. He was like, you know, there was a different time. Like nowadays, like people get offended over everything. It was just the boys being the boys, this and that. Oh, really? Yeah, you gotta you gotta watch this, man. Because I I listen to his podcast and he seems to be very um liberal. Oh no shit. Okay, well this is this. Yeah, yeah. He seems that his when he talks about things, he seems to be very liberal about stuff. Right. So it seems very weird that he would be almost in this, you know, well, way of doing it. But I. I He's also he's also good friends with Ric Flair. There you go. And one of the things he says was, and and this is and honestly, like this is, and I, I mean, just in my opinion, he's being a good friend. He's not throwing his friend under the bus, and he pretty much said like, I've been out with Ric Flair drinking hundreds of times, not once have I seen him sexually harass anybody. He's gotten Which crazy, but he's I never would done anything because like that. Tommy Dreamer does not do alcohol. Oh, really? Yeah, I think no, he, he's not a drinker. Yeah, and I think he might have. I think he might have said that. I don't know, but anyway. So afterwards, Mr. Perfect's fired. Goldust got fined. Uh, nothing happened to Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar was brand new at that point, and, he, and they were really kind of pushing him to be like this next big thing. And nothing happened to Ric Flair. Nothing happened to him, and I, someone else got. No, I think that was really it. I could be wrong. So they never... Did anyone rat out uh, X-Pac for the haircut? Oh, everyone... He admitted... He kind of phoned in a thing. And he said, yeah, you know, he pissed me off. Because he, he, I guess he heard that Michael Hayes was, like, burying him. Because Michael Hayes was a producer at the time. He still is. And why but, was he sitting with the talent? Because he's Michael Shouldn't Hayes. Shouldn't he have been up front? <laughs> I don't... Dude, I don't know. I don't know the specifics. I, I just again, I didn't see this, so I'm just I'm asking so, since you're the uh, no X Pac. You're the resident expert at this X-Pac point. X Pac admitted to doing it. Okay. And the funny thing is, next on the Raw the next night, someone 
put his ponytail in like a plastic baggie and like taped it to the wall for everyone to see. <clears throat> Crazy shit. So yeah, all this stuff happened. So now, this episode aired last Thursday. On Friday, all over the place, Tommy Dreamer uh, has has been suspended indefinitely from Impact Wrestler, Wrestling, where he was working as a, I guess like an agent, the guy who like helps put the matches together and, and whatnot, and I guess he some, sometimes wrestled, but he got sent home. He got there and they told him to go home. Why? Because I guess his comments were very insensitive. I, I don't oh, know. about the woman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Ric Flair sort of issued a statement saying, "No, like I've let you know they did a thirty for thirty for him a couple years ago, and the guy who did it trashed him. But the guy, he said, this guy doesn't like me. He trashed me, and even he says he's never heard about me sexually harassing anybody. Now." Ric Flair requested a release from WWE a couple weeks ago. There was a lot of rumors he was going to go to eight. Sorry, a plane's going overhead. That sounds very low. Um, there were rumors he was going to go to AEW because everyone's going to AEW now. That seems to be, like, kiboshed. Um, and I don't want to say it tarnishes legs. To me, it's like... You want to say, you know, that's just Ric Flair. <laughs> but a lot of questions are coming about, like, why wasn't anything done about it at the time? And Jim Ross said, and they asked him, like, why didn't anything happen to Flair? And he goes, he goes, I don't know why. He goes, Rick was a made man, and, no, and, you know, no one would do that to him. So, you know, a lot of shit happened with this. And it, it, it's, uh, it's definitely overtaking the world of wrestling for the last week or so, so it's been kind of crazy. Uh, I really recommend anyone watching. If you haven't watched the show to begin with, and you're a fan of wrestling, then please, you got to really go watch this. This, this show's fantastic. Um, but this episode, now, was do you think like, it does? Do you think it puts a good light on wrestling or a bad light? Bad light, absolutely, absolutely. Even though it happened almost twenty years ago, it's still. But, I mean, for the industry altogether. Well, it, it, the industry's a lot different now. You know, you don't see, you don't hear about this stuff anymore. A lot of these guys, they they, they do, like, video game channels now. So, like, the partying and drinking and stuff, like, that's really not as prominent as it was for guys that we grew up watching. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, it's, it's, uh, the fallout is still kind of going around. It's just crazy. I've heard about all this stuff years ago, and I'm surprised like now all of a sudden people give a shit. And I think that's because the one of the stewardesses was interviewed, and like you never really kind of put a face to what you heard about. So, I don't know, maybe if that's it. And plus we're in this whole Me Too stuff going on, and nowadays, you know, you can't do anything uh, without getting people pissed off at you see I I just I don't know and again I sh maybe I shouldn't comment on it because it's never happened to me and it probably never would happen to me being a male but like I don't know if I was ever and maybe if you were a child I get like suppressing it and putting it in you know like the deep bowels of your mind and everything mm -hmm. but if you're a grown adult and you know 
like this is happening. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shame any woman that, that has had this. I'm not, that's not my intention, but like, you're an adult. Wouldn't you want like a little bit of justice? I, that it just, I'm not trying to stir the pot and yeah. victims are victims, but like, I don't know. I don't think I could sit there and be quiet about it. I think she, and she kind of explained it and she's like, you know, I talked to my husband because the other stewardess is the other steward, the other stewardess, sorry. She's the one that created the, the, the lawsuit. And this other one kind of jumped on board with it. And I guess she talked to her husband, and she's like, what should I do? And he's like, you know, like, you could talk about it, but, like, who knows, like, if if you'll be, like, shunned or... And I think what happened was... No, this is also what happened. I'm sorry, I missed this part. She told her superiors, I forget what... Let's just say it was Delta, just for sake of, of the conversation... And they said, it's best you don't say anything because we have a lot of, like, professional athletes who use our plane, especially a plane like that, and we want to make sure that they're comfortable on these flights and nothing will come out, like, nothing will be, like, talked about. And I get that. I get it, but too. But that's bullshit. Yeah, it because is Because now, as bullshit. an employee, just putting it on the opposite end, you're, you're an employer, excuse me. You're pretty much condoning the actions of elitists, if you will. People would think they're above the law to be able to get away with this. And think about it. If if they were worried because professional wrestlers were doing it, what are football players doing? What are basketball players doing? What are what are actors doing? Musicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost like you're condoning it. And yes. I, I see where the you know, where you can have that me too type movement. But it just it I don't know. I now I kind of yeah, and, and I agree with you on that. What I think, I mean, Tommy Dreamer. I think what he should have said was, you know, I didn't see anything. Could have happened, probably. Could have not have happened, probably. I don't know. Next question. That's 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 the route I would have taken if I'm not, and especially if like if it was like you. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be like yeah, Tom Gropter. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I didn't see anything. I was passed out. <laughs> I mean, I get that because you're, you know, you're trying to be a good friend. But if there's something that's going on, I mean. So you throw me under the bus? I wouldn't want to be in a, a lawsuit. Well, he wasn't in a lawsuit. Tommy Dreamer wasn't. He was? No, he wasn't. But I'm saying it could happen. I guess. I guess so. I'm just saying what he, if he wanted to stick up for Flair... That was that would have been his best route. Now now he has no job, probably, and he's black. He's gonna be blacklisted. I mean, the only, I guess maybe the only saving grace of this and the play on the opposite end, on their end of it, is that it was twenty some years ago, yeah, nineteen years ago. Yeah, they probably didn't have camera phones, things like that. But mm-hmm. in this day and age, I mean, you could flip on a, a camera phone like it's nothing. And just having it sit in the corner and no one would think anything of it. And I wouldn't want to be in a situation like that. No, who would? Well, that's why I think a lot of it's calmed down because you're always going to be, you're always recorded now. Mm-hmm. Or you're, you know, your voice is somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to have, uh, you don't even need to have uh, video of it, just audio. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. these, I, we've done, I've done interviews with this. With my with my iPhone, and it comes in crystal clear. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I just... Um, Seems a little uh, fugazi to me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, again, like, the, the fallout is uh, has been pretty big. Um, so, it, it always... It, and again, it, like, it raised the question, like, why, is it, why wasn't anything done to Brock Lesnar? Uh, why wasn't anything done to Ric Flair? But these other guys got fired or fined. So, it, it, it's a lot of questions... Well, again, a good, very good episode. I really recommend anyone watching it. Even if you're not a big fan of wrestling, if you kind of just want to see what all the hoopla is about, go check it out. Um, so I guess we should get into the other thing that's really kind of been making its rounds this week, which is pretty much overtaking the news by Storm. And that's the uh, first she was missing, but then they found, I guess, her remains. Uh, that's Gabby Petito. Yes. Um, she was a 22-year-old from Long Island, I think she was. Her and her boyfriend, who's from Florida, I don't know how that one worked out. I think he used to live up here, or I don't know. They just they have a YouTube travel channel. You know, at least these kids, they, they have to have a YouTube channel. So they went to, you know, they went across America. They went to Wyoming or Utah or wherever the fuck. Two go, two go out, one comes back. <laughs> like Jack and Jill. Like Jack and Jill. Uh, he goes home to Florida. He won't. Now she's missing. Parents are asking, where is she? Where is she? He won't answer them. Now he's missing. And they find her, uh, unfortunately, deceased. Um, so I do have. Now. During this trip, they were pulled over by police because I guess they got into a fight while they were driving. They hit a curb. Police pulled them over. So if you want to hear a little bit of Gabby, uh, oh hold on, we got a commercial. So it, it, it's uh, oh here we go. Let me, let me just line this up again. And here we go. Just hang tight right there. Um, do you mind if I take your keys and just put them on your hood? Okay, so now the, the, the oh, police no, are fine. pulling her out of the car. They talked to him already. They're pulling her out of the car to talk to him. They're talking to him separately. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close your door. Okay, she's a very pretty blonde girl. Now they're walking to the back. And he's going to... Can you hear this? Okay. Do you want to see... Pause for one second. This cop is doing like the first date thing. Like, I've used that line on so many girls. Oh, yeah, I've been on employee for six months to find myself. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's, wow, really? That's really cool. 
It's no. So you kind of hear what's going on here. Uh-huh. She attacked him. And he got pissed off and kind of kicked her out of the car. So what I think is going on is... Now, after this... I'm not going to play all of it. It's like an hour long. Um, he made... He released both of them. You know, no tickets or anything like that. He's not going to arrest anybody. He released them, but he released them separately. He's like, I want you guys to go, you know, go cool off, like, you know, stay away from each other for the night and just, like, chill. I think what happened was, I think she, I think they obviously got into another fight. She probably kind of lost her shit. And then he, I think, again, like, innocent until proven guilty, killed her. <laughs> I mean, why would you run off like this? So who did who did the cop let drive the vehicle? That um, I think it was under his name. So I think he, you know, I don't know. Maybe him. It was his car because he took it back to Florida with him when he uh, when he left her. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, anyways, they uh, they found her remains on. I want to say Tuesday. Her remains. Okay. Now, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> uh, she wasn't missing that long. A week, a week or two. So. Now, it, 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 it kind of, it, it's, it's definitely weird that now he's missing. He could be on the run because he killed her. Or maybe he knows, like, maybe something did happen to her. Maybe she got lost, and maybe he's like, well, this looks bad on me. I'm going to fucking flee the scene like the fugitive. Yeah, I could see that, but if you legit didn't have, I mean, I guess, yeah, in the court of public opinion, you're automatically going to be guilty. I mean, well, first of all, look how look how suspicious it looks. You both go out there by yourselves, and only you come back. You don't work with the parents. You don't work yeah. with the police. Your parents are kind of keeping you in the house. Then all of a sudden, you're gone. Without any word to anybody. No one's talking. I, no one has any idea what the fuck happened out there. I bet you he I bet you he probably if I have to put money on it, I bet he went out, knew he was gonna end up in prison for the rest of his life and probably killed himself. Or he fled to Mexico. But from Florida to, to Mex the Mexico border, I mean that's a long fucking drive without anyone noticing you. So you might be Yeah, well I mean look Look at all those people that made it from Haiti to the, the Mexican That's, border. You're very right. You're right. I mean, it's it's possible. It's it's unlikely, but it's possible. You know that that huge bridge. Yeah. That huge bridge from Haiti. Oh, of to, course. To Mexico. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this has been pretty much the news thing for the entire week. Everyone wanted to know where Gabby was, and now everyone wants to know where um I forget his name. His last name is Laundry. Uh, I think it was Brayden. 
I think. I'm not really sure. Um, her fiance. That was her uh, Brian Christopher Laundry. So that was uh, yeah, and they have a YouTube channel about Brian their van life. Brian, yeah, Brian, another Brian Christopher. <laughs> Link it right back to Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it just, to me, it, obviously he did something to her. I, of course. I mean, I, did they, did they um, release a cause of death? Uh, they said it's homicide. <laughs> or is the autopsy still going on? They, they pretty much said it's homicide. Okay. Yeah. So now, because you can't, because it always has to fucking turn to this. Now it's becoming, why is this getting all this attention when you have Latina women and black women who disappear and get killed every day and nothing's done about them? And they're unsolved murders. Well, it's, I'm going to throw this again, out there. Fucking everything needs to turn to a race war. Oh, absolutely. And the media sucks. Right? The media is absolutely terrible. They, 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 they stoke more fires of, of discontent with people and anything out there. They don't actually portray the news. They just they, they portray a angle that they want it to go in. And I think the reason why, well, we'll just use this case for right now, is this girl was a blogger. She obviously has had technology with her. There's ways of being able to track her. So I think it's a more solvable case where you have certain women that just go missing. Yeah. They could be sold into sex trafficking. They could be, I mean, there's a plethora of ways that they could go away. With this, I mean, it's, there's evidence. I guess maybe that's the best way of saying it. There's evidence where she could have been or where she went or where she was last seen or last you know, digitally pinged. So, uh, this whole thing of all these other missing... Yes, and what do you think? That when the police get a report like this, they're not investigating it? Yeah. Because it, if that was the case, I mean, how many how many people go missing a day? It would be... It would, there would just be a news channel just devoted to that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very... I've mentioned on this podcast, I'm very into true crime stuff. And... There's a lot of people missing, and all races. Why? And I and it, it's uh, and you're right. I think a big and first of all, she, it's. I think a a big reason for it being so out there was because it's there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet. She had a blog on YouTube. She there's a there's the the body cam footage from the police. There's all this stuff for people to kind of sink their teeth into. And you're right. They, they have a, uh, a supposed a perp. Is that the right word for it? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're right. It might it could be. It's a case that's, you know, they're, they're almost there. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, one that goes unsolved, it's like, you know, the, the trail runs cold at a certain point. What else can they do? Yeah. And 
Oh, I mean, I even I watched. Uh, me and the wife watched this. It was a. It was like only like I think a few episodes. It might have been maybe a five, six episodes at most. But it talked about um, uh, what the hell's the name of the hotel? It's the hotel in L.A., like downtown L.A. that has like a history for being um, haunted and have a lot of like uh, spookiness around it. Right. I guess uh, Elizabeth uh, Short stayed there for a little bit. Um, the uh, What's his name? The Night Stalker lived there for a little. Richard Ramirez lived there for a little bit. It's it's a known like kind of a transient hotel. Okay. And maybe I can't remember how many years ago, less than ten years ago, I think a uh, it was a Chinese or Asian American or Asian Canadian uh-huh. um, who I'm... was staying there. She went on a vacation. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Keep and going. she died in the uh, died in the water tower, water tank. Yes. Yep. And you know, okay. There was, and with the internet now, they talked about it that there are um, civilians floofs out there that actually like will deep dive. They'll go, you know, they'll go down the rabbit hole and start investigating and mm-hmm. bringing up their own conspiracy theories. And there was stuff like that. So I don't think it's so much that it's a racial thing that you know, oh, it, it, this white missing white girl syndrome. I think it's more what evidence is presented. If a girl that came home from work and then the next morning she doesn't show up to work and then the next day she doesn't show up to work and then the police are called they go to the house no one's there finally a missing person like now you're three days in the past with really not a lot of information mm-hmm. you know did she go out for play and get kidnapped did she you know go for a walk in the woods and you know get fall down a, a ravine I mean there, there's a million different things that could happen yeah. without having any evidence and it being pretty much investigated right from the beginning, it's probably hard to sit there and pinpoint exactly what's going on. Well, the funny thing is is that the same media who are saying, why is this getting all attention, are the same ones who brought it to our attention. She's 22, she's blonde, she's very attractive. It's a good news story. You are the ones who brought it to our attention, and now you're questioning, you're pretty much questioning yourselves. Why aren't these women getting, well, why didn't you go report it when it happened? Exactly. So, I mean, because again, I really honestly believe that journalism is dead. There's no such thing as journalism. No, it's, it's tabloid. It's all tabloid. When you, I mean, even, and I know it's it's a bad way of looking at it, but like you look at old movies, black and white movies, and you'd see the guy with the press thing in his hat, and he'd, they'd be standing outside the court, you know, or outside the police station with a notepad and a pencil and taking down. Like, I honestly don't think that there's any type of investigative journalism like that done anymore there might be people out there but for the most part i think a lot of it is if it's run by the ap then smaller places will jump on it and they pick kind of a part what the ap is essentially putting out Mm -hmm. it's and you know i listen to a few podcasts where they they actually say it's like um the russian news the pravda news it's what what this agency what this entity wants to be put out and then they all run with that one story. Yeah. I, I mean, think about it. And, and again, I'm not to start this, but you had George Floyd, where yes, he was killed. And he was killed in a certain way. And there was a news story that was similarly close. And it was the opposite. I believe it was a black cop with a white um, college student. And it was the same type of thing. St- stayed on his neck, this and that. And it was actually a longer time than George Floyd. But that never got any traction. I mean, you look at, you could go through the, the, the news cycle and 
pick a story and find something similar with different races, different sexes, different, mm-hmm. um, you know, sexual preferences, anything. And if it's sensational where they can stoke the fire of it, that's what they're going to do. They don't care about investigating all of the news. They just want to do certain news. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you're it, right. You're right. It, it's, it's even this. I mean, you look at it, you know, they're, they're, and I, we'll get into this topic too, but I'll bring it up now. You talk about, you know, oh, we have to have kids in mass. Kids in mass, they're susceptible. There's been more children killed in Chicago, Chicago alone, by gun violence than who's died of COVID. Mm-hmm. I think they're in the same time frame. So, again, what's the news story? Is it that it, it, they're, they're not worried about the children's deaths? It might be news that night, but you never hear about it after that. No. You never hear about all these shootings in Chicago, what happens to the people, are they, you know, maybe there might be a blip, oh, um, a news story from a few days ago, we found they they arrested the suspect in the shooting, and that's it, that's all you hear. But with something that's sensational, they're going to sit there and run with it and run with it and run with it, and that's why journalism and the news is just complete shit, in my opinion. I, I actually, like, I'm... I yell at my mother all the time because she likes watching the uh, local news, which is out of New York City, because she says she likes to watch the weather. And I like when I watch it, you just you see the spins that they put on it and just how they want to just stoke all of this stuff. And it, 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 it bleeds into everything. It bleeds in the movies. It bleeds in the TV shows, everything. It's just it's all disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we were watching tonight, we were watching, uh, we watched the Chicago shows, you know, like the Fire PD Med one. Yeah. And it was the new season of, of the, f- the first show, which is Med. I think it goes Med, then Fire, then PD. They all play them like right in a row. Three episodes, same night, all in a row. And in the first episode of the first show, what do they do? They bring up, you know, rates as a, as a factor in the Every- why. That this certain thing. group is not being given the, the right medical treatment. It's like, are you kidding me? Dude, Anyone can walk into a hospital. They're going to get treated. I, I mean, I feel like it's getting just shoehorned into everything. I was thought We were talking about that Woodstock 99 documentary a couple weeks back. They shoehorned race into that when race had nothing to do with that whole scenario at all. But they had to throw in their angry white kids in yeah, the, in the I 90s. Mean, let's put it this way. It was a... It was, the majority of the artists that were playing there were rock alternative well, type was, of music. Well, was, what was Who usually listens to that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, 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 I mean, again, if it was a hip hop center, I mean, it would be a lot different. But again, they were, they were talking about DMX, you know, saying the N word and having all these, the fans chant it back and all this stuff. They got to shoehorn it in. And it, it's, it's at the point now where it's like, okay, we fucking get it. We get it, man. We've been getting it forever. Like, and now it's to the point. It's just ad nauseum of shoehorning race war into everything. Why isn't this person getting attention because they're they're Spanish or why? And and why is this uh, all, all this? I'm I'm at a loss of words. Really, <laughs> it, it's just I I you're gonna what you're gonna do is you're eventually gonna turn people against it. Yeah, I mean, it, it almost seems to the point where, you know, you're getting 
called a racist or this or that, that they've watered down the meaning of it so much because everything is at this point. I mean, we've. I was listening to a, um, a show where they were saying that there's a rock. I guess this was a glacierous rock that got dropped off during the Ice Age. Right. And it landed on this college campus. And they, back in the 50s, back in the 50s, different time, different perception of how people were, they, they used to call this rock a certain derogatory ethnic term. Mm-hmm. And now, 70 years later, they want the rock removed because of what, essentially, these kids' grandparents might have called it. They had no control over it. And it's like, like, honestly, it's a rock. Are you that offended by a rock? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, it's like, it's like the, uh, you know, the, the, the Indians and the Redskins, they're changing their name. I don't know what the, the Reds, I forget what the Redskins are called, but the Indians are going to be called the Guardians now next season. I, I, I don't know. And then and, and, and I've heard sides from both, and, and uh, it's just, it's just too much at this point. Where just everything is about race, and everything's about offending somebody, and like I said, it's it's there's gonna come a point now where you're cramming it down everyone's throat and they're gonna throw it up. Yeah, and it's it, it's gonna happen. And I'm telling, I'm calling it. I've been we've been saying this for years. How it's just, I feel like it gets worse and worse. And now this poor girl's missed. This poor this poor girl's dead. So instead of like worrying about like let's get this guy now, the media has no story anymore. You know she's been found dead, and this guy's missing. Everyone thinks he's done it. Now they gotta twist it to why is she getting all this attention when so and so in in uh, Newark has been missing for for two years, and not a word has been said about her. I mean, blame yourselves. Where were you? Yeah, I, where were you doing the story again. about it? Why weren't you? I mean, your reporters, bring it up. Oh, and then they blame the police. The police haven't done anything about it. Well, you know, exactly what you just said before. Be an investigative journalist like you say you are and investigate the fucking shit. If if you think the cops aren't doing their job, dive into it. I mean, there's been, I mean, you see cops who retire and they still work on cases because they want to find out what happened. And same thing with journalists. Yeah, I mean, listen, I hate him. I think he is a, I don't think he's funny at all. I hate his politics. He's a fat, short, stumpy douche canoe. But um, Patton Oswalt, his wife, did was not a cop, was, wrote a book on, uh, what was it, The Green River Killer? No, no, Golden State Killer. Golden the, uh, State the Killer. The original Night Stalker. And yeah. ended up solving, pretty much helping the police solve the case. Yeah. You know what? Think about it. I, if you show me something, like, we talked about this... Um, Probably in one of our early episodes, the the dress. Remember the dress that some people thought it was this color, some people thought it yep. was that color? <clears throat> yep. Okay? You have a police officer or a detective who's investigating a missing person. They may only see it as this. Say there's an angle that you could see it at that maybe they go, oh, shit, I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Again, we're all human. Right. You know? That's, yeah, separate set of eyes. You know, me and you don't agree on everything. We've We've argued on here about things that we don't agree on. Again, it's perception on how we feel what it is. And if we're only looking at it through one certain thing, that's what we have to go with. And again, if the evidence isn't there, what what, what do you want these cops to do, these detectives to do? 
that's what I find funny that, you know, they, they want all this, this, you know, justice for all these people that are missing. Yeah. Do you think any cop sits there and goes, ah, I don't care if this, you know, we ever find this person or, you know, oh, if she's dead, she's dead. No one cares. They, they don't think that way. They want to find this. Not only that, but say if you had to do something at your job and it's just looming over your head, don't you want to get it done? You think that they want to sit and hold on to this case and have to bring it up? They'd want to get it done. And the more time that goes on, the harder it is probably to solve a case. Yeah. I mean, so, and I think it's going to get better too. And you look at it in the past, even this, look at like a ring camera on a house. They didn't have ring cameras five years ago. Now I get, like we have a ring camera on our house and we get new, we get, cause I guess it's hooked into a whole system of the area. If there's like a bear, that's picked up on one ring camera, like three uh, roads away. They notify everybody in the area that it's there. So as technology gets better, and I'm not a big fan of it because I don't want anyone kind of that whole like uh, minority report type thing where like everyone's watching you. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's out there and technology is getting better, more cases are going to be solved quicker probably because there's more readily available evidence. Well, they, they've been saying this for the, the reason. One of the reasons why the Golden State Killer was caught was because. DNA evidence mm-hmm. from the time he was going around, which was like the late seventies, early eighties, has improved significantly to the point where they can just a piece of hair from a distant relative can catch somebody. And a lot of these unsolved murders that have in the last couple of years they've been being solved because yeah. technology is getting so much better, and it's only going to keep getting better. So if you did something a couple of years ago, and you think you got away with it? Odds are you're not going to get away with it, away with it for too much longer because you're, you're going to get found. Because that's how much DNA and on technology has uh, improved over the last thirty something years. And absolutely, and you get that, and then you also get this whole defund the police thing. So you're taking away resources that could be used to solve these things. So of course the police are going to look bad. You take away a budget line. Say if it's a government, a budget line for uh, technology, just using that. And they can't get this certain program that they could have, and it might help them solve a case because they wanted to fund the police. I mean, it's just everything about it is absolutely ridiculous. You know, the way that we are doing things and the way that this uh, the media is and how they push narratives and the government pushes narratives and it gets implemented into local government and affects everyone it's just it everything about it is disgusting yeah i mean i i honestly if i when i retire if i could just move if i could buy like 500 acres in the middle of fucking montana with like no town by me within like 30 miles i would put the house right in the middle of that property and just like live off the grid i like i'd be completely content with that yeah because I'm just, I'm like sick of everything and everyone. It's just, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And again, you know, you go into all these things of missing people. There are sometimes that people just go off the grid. Like I'm, it, like say that. Say yeah. if I just one day I sold my house and I took all my money and I just moved to somewhere and, you know, family members might go, hey, we don't hear from him. Maybe he's missing. No, I'm not missing. I just. Some people maybe 
want to get out of and there. And that's and, what a lot of these are. Well, not I'm not saying they are, but what they have, um, what they assume is because if this woman or whoever, if this young lady had a horrible home life and had no enemies and and, no, and they can't find anything, well, you know what? They list it as a runaway. Maybe she took <laughs> off. So what can you really do? If she left on her own accord, you know, chase after him for 17 years? I mean, it, it's eventually you're going to have to be like, well, you know what? Like, she didn't have a boyfriend. She All her friends loved her. Like, she had a horrible home life. She was getting raped by her dad or beaten by a dad or whatever. She, maybe she took off and doesn't want to be found. Maybe she yeah. just wanted to start a new life somewhere. And, and wh- who are we to to interrupt this? Because you want to find her... Maybe she doesn't want to be found. And that's why I think yeah, a lot of this if, again, is. It's the same thing. If they, Say say this is a, a, a... Say me. I have a, a horrible home life. I say, you know, I'm leaving my family. I'm just going to go. I live here in New York. I'm going to go to friggin' New Mexico. Kind of live in some dusty, no-name town. Stay off the radar. Maybe change my name. I don't get in police contact in a negative light. I don't go out to bars looking for fights or I don't go and commit crimes. If I have no contact with the police, how are they going to know who I am or if I am missing? I could be missing from New York. My family may put out a missing persons report on me. But if I'm in a different state with a different name and I'm not getting in trouble where I'd have to get fingerprinted or even tell the police what my real name is, Mm -hmm. who's to say? Yeah. You know? Hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm you know Steve Jones, and uh, you know I I lived in New York. I retired. I'm gonna I'm gonna move to New Mexico because I had bad asthma up there, allergies. I'm gonna move to New Mexico where the the climate isn't as bad. It's good for me. Okay, yeah. have a good day, sir. Right. The police aren't gonna bust your balls. This isn't fucking Rambo. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I don't want just a hot meal. <laughs> I'm not a baby killer. They're not spitting on me when I'm getting off the plane. Yeah. Uh all right, let's uh, let's move on. What else we got here, Tom? Um, our friend AOC. What a what a sweet, compassionate woman she is. Just a, a woman of the people. Oh yes, and the, um, and the barn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the the stylish woman that she is. She uh, she hired a, a I, you know what I think it was. She was just trying to help this woman out. She hired this designer to, to uh, design her dress, which has gotten, as we talked about last week, got destroyed on social media, even from her counterparts that are on her on her side of the political spectrum <laughs> have ripped her apart. But I guess her uh, Aurora James is the designer of the dress. And for someone who likes to tax the rich, apparently Aurora does not like paying her taxes because she owes a lot of money in different states. And <laughs> I guess now it's starting to come out. And how fucking, it, like, again, that is the cherry on top of how stupid AOC is. Well, not only her, but you can also say Aurora James is pretty stupid. If you know oh, you all this money on tax, like, I think the last thing I'd want is any sort of attention on me. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm doing something wrong, stay the fuck away from me because now, something like that, I mean, she had to have known it was going to cause some kind of uproar, whether positive or negative. Either way... The spotlight is going to go on who made that dress, and it's going to go on her, and then and then you got you're going to get a person or two who's going to look into her, just you know, just like hey, let's, let's let's see what's going on with her, 
find all this shit. Now she's fucked. And that's where he actually had real journalism. Someone actually looked into it. Right. And you know what? Like, if that was me, I would do it as like, a, what do they call it? A pseudonym? Mm-hmm. I would sit there and say that, you know, if I'm going to make controversial dresses or controversial uh, films or controversial music, I would do it as a, uh, like an AKA. And I wouldn't let anyone know it. I would set up a, I would set it up in like a different country saying that, yep, this is where I'm, I'm based out of. I'd get a fucking hole in the wall in like Nigeria, you know, like a mud hut in Nigeria and call that my headquarters. And if you want to put it out there, put it out as that. And then go to the go to the thing. If you want to stand next to her and say, "Up, oh, this is my dress," do what Kim Kardashian did: be total blackout. Yeah. And do you think Alexandria is going to help her out in any way? Fuck no. No. Fuck no. Thank you. You did your service. I don't know you now. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to no, happen. No, she'll just play, she'll play dumb. Well, I mean, she won't play dumb. She is dumb, but she'll just you know. Well, I don't know. I just wanted the dress. Yeah. Well, now you've kind of fucked this woman, and and, and she fucked herself by agreeing to it. But he, no, she fucked herself originally from just not paying taxes. Now, well, yeah, yeah, and you're right, you're right. But I'm just, just saying, paying taxes. yeah, I'm, I'm just saying she she fucked herself by kind of wanting attention, and now it's really because you're doing this because this woman who I mean, whether you like it or not, is popular, and you know anything she wears is gonna get some kind of spotlight, especially something like that. It's not like a regular dress with with no words on. I mean, there's. She had taxed the rich on, on her ass, or whatever the fuck it was. You know it was going to come back on you. So. And literally, she could have wrote something like, um, you know, pro-choice or pro, you know, whatever. She made a dress. Essentially, like, if I was a killer, to hold the sign up saying, like, I killed Bob Smith. Like, you, you put the spotlight on you for something that... Any journalist, say had any investigative journalist looked into it and said, you know what, let's, what's the first thing we're going to look into? Yeah. Her taxes, because that's exactly what she's fighting against. She's raging against the machine, and she <laughs> is essentially the machine. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. On this. And it's just, it's, what an asshole. Like, what an asshole. And you know, it, it, honestly, for someone like this, it couldn't happen to a better person. I... I when I read that story, I had like a fucking heart on. I was like, this is great. Good for you. Yeah. You stupid fucking dope. It's always nice when something comes around, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, like, again, it's one of those things like it couldn't happen to a better person. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you like just, K- it, do you, uh, do you eat KFC, Tom? I love KFC. I also love KFC. But you know who doesn't love KFC? Australians? No, they do not. And apparently... Uh, well, actually, you, the, the government of KFC. Yeah. You try smuggling any kind of KFC in there, then you're, you're going to get in deep shit. Uh, yeah. Pa- I, yeah. Uh, Two men have been accused of smuggling KFC into lockdown New Zealand. Uh, police were on patrol Sunday on the outskirts of Auckland when they noticed a suspicious-looking vehicle... Traveling on the gravel road, and upon seeing the police car, the vehicle did a U-turn and sped off trying to evade police. I mean, they must have been shot to shit when they see a fucking, uh, a large, uh, a large container of, uh, the Colonel's original recipe. And not a gun or drugs or anything like that. 
I definitely would. If I was the cops there, I would have definitely confiscated it, and I would have been eating that coleslaw like it was going out of style because oh, they have the best coleslaw. Uh, I don't know about that, but I would have definitely taken that in for evidence, and it would never have gotten back to the police station. That's a damn yeah. shirt. But this just shit. What the fuck is going on down there? I, I, I get it. Australia, New Zealand, they're they're in that that same area, and shit is going wild down there. Like these people down there have to worry about snakes and insects and uh, crocodiles and and fucking kangaroos punching them in the face. Yet now they got to worry about being locked down. You know, what? good for these guys. I I don't want to say good for them because they got caught, but and I'm. We've talked about this. We are very pro-police, pro-military. But what they're doing in these countries, shame on these cops. And I get it. It's their job. And I'm sure they're getting directed by their bosses to do this. But shame on them. Have a little little integrity. Yeah. Uh, the police uh, images they've had online, there were three buckets of chicken, several containers of coleslaw, and an undisclosed quantity of fries. Uh, Auckland is under level four lockdown, which apparently is the strictest in the in their country. So restaurants, takeout services, everything's closed, and everyone's got to stay home. Um, rest of the country is at level two, where everything's pretty much open. Uh, the suspects were aged 23 and 30, and they will appear in court on charges of breaching the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act. They face up to six months in the slammer. Or a fine of up to four thousand or twenty hundred dollars in New Zealand money. So I don't know what that comes to here. Probably five bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how the the six pack of Fosters. I mean, yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, who who would have guessed that a bucket of chicken would get you in so much trouble? But I guess apparently down there, I didn't know they were on lockdown down there. So is what I know about the rest of the world. But uh, yeah, so don't be uh, don't be smuggling no uh, no KFC into Australia or New Zealand. Sorry, anytime soon. Yeah, I, just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It, it just, I mean, what do these people expect? Uh, and I'll hand it to them. I mean, you watch some of these uh, videos. I mean. These people, I, I get why they're going ballistic down there and fucking fighting the police and all this. It, it, it literally is... Re, it, and supposedly their case outbreak of this is, like, non-existent. It's, like, mm-hmm. so low. But they just want, like, none of it to be there. Well, what do you... How long is this going to go on? Because, again, we're not going to... There's not going to be... It's never going to go away. This is going to be with us for a long, long time now. And the fact that they... Uh, they're doing this is it just to me is insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm gonna let you. We're we're kind of running late, but I'm gonna let you choose our last topic of the day. We could talk about the new New Jersey law that two year olds need to wear masks in uh, daycare, or we could talk about the Many Saints of Newark, the new movie coming out on HBO Max and theaters next week. About the Sopranos. I think we should end on a good note. Because we can go off for another 40 minutes on the two-year-olds. But I'm going to leave it up to you. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about this. I I love the Sopranos. For anyone who doesn't know us, um, 
me and Joe did not go away to college. We we stayed local. We did. And one of our friends actually stayed home. Yet he went away to college, if you will. He he commuted. He commuted. But it was to it was to a uh, you know a school where he could have stayed. We went to local school, you know, local local community college. He actually went to a real university. Yeah, which is why he's working where he's working, and well, yeah, we're <laughs> us. Well, but um, all right. <laughs> we would go to his house every Sunday and we would watch the Sopranos. We would get, you know, I think we used to get pizza and wings. Of course. <laughs> and we would watch the Sopranos. R.I.P. Bravos. <laughs> and what a great show. And unfortunately, during that time, I did, we were drinking a lot. So, like, there are episodes <laughs> where I don't really remember a lot because, yeah. you know, we would be, we would be down in, in you know, his, uh, his, residents and we may be partaking in a few adult beverages so there have been there were episodes where i don't really remember them too much mm -hmm. and i started re-watching them and i'm like what it really is probably for a non-sitcom is probably my favorite show of all time it's uh it's up there for me it's up there for me and I, and it's i i remember i i started in season that's when we went over and we started watching season two with them mm -hmm. so i kind of give him credit for getting me into that show um, but now you never, you claim, you never, I've never it. seen the last episode. Well, you better watch it because, well, this is a prequel, so I guess you really don't have to watch it, but are you going to watch the last episode finally? I've been, you know I've, been getting, I've been going through it, but I usually watch it when I'm at work where I'm allowed to watch it. Mm -hmm. Like, cause there are certain times where I'm not out on the road right. doing, you know, outside stuff or if I'm in the in the office I can actually sit there and watch it while I'm doing my work so I've been watching it then but that is kind of dried up a little bit um, they hired a few more people where I don't get to stay in the office as much so I'm behind and I I wanted my wife to start watching it and she's just especially with her new uh, new um, schedule she's like in bed by 830. Oh, yeah. She's so that's why usually I come out now at this time and have cigars. Mm -hmm. So I should really get back into watching it, but I'm probably so far behind and we're only like a week away from when this is coming out mm -hmm. that I don't think I'd have enough time. Well, again, it, is a, it is a prequel, so you don't really have to like watch a lot of it to kind of know what's going on. I mean, to, to know certain characters, you might have to. Yeah. Um. But uh, I know the the wife and I a couple of years ago we we watched the whole series again. I've seen it before, and so as she, but we you know, we love the show. So like, let's just watch it. And uh, like you, I'm excited. But like, part of me is kind of like I feel like so much time has passed between the end of the show and now. Like, is it going to be like? I don't know. Will it be as relevant now as it was? See. And I think it will, and my reasoning behind it is they're not, it's a prequel, but it's not what I would consider an origin story, maybe, because mm -hmm. it seems like the main character in it is Dickie Moltisanti, who is Christopher's father, Right. and he was never portrayed, I think maybe except for in flashbacks, mm -hmm. in the show, so essentially they're introducing a new main character, and I think that if they do it that way... And it really does focus on him and maybe um, Tony as a minor character. I think it's going to 
be very well received well, on from, that from, on that aspect. From of what it. I've seen, is that Tony's like a big part. I mean, he's in the trailer a lot. It's not like one or two mm-hmm. scenes. Like he's front and center pretty much. So I think he'll be like definitely the co-main lead. Um, it does make me wonder though, like if James Gandolf James Gandolfini was still alive, would this have been any different? You know, would they have still gone this route and and cast someone else as Tony Soprano, or would they have take or would they have done like a different kind of movie where maybe like at the be, like at the beginning of him being like the main crime boss, and still have James Gandolfini play him? Do you, you know what I'm saying? I guess it's like kind of make him like look younger. Yeah, and they have that technology now where they can de-age an actor. Yeah, uh, I, I was. They're doing it for some movie coming out. Um, I forget, I, I was reading it before and I forget what it was, but they're going to de-age the actor in it. Oh, they did it for that Will Smith movie that came out like two years ago. They had, you know, old Will Smith and they had young Will yeah. Smith. So, I, it just kind of, it, it's just, well, it's just like one of those what ifs. With these deep fake videos, they can they can do anything. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, supposedly, they're, they're re, recasting, I guess if that's the proper term, they're recasting James Dean in a movie, I heard. No shit. And he's been dead for 60 years. Yeah. I mean, but I guess he's going to be in a new movie. I mean, it's, it's, I guess they have enough imaging of him, like of his face and all of his expressions, that they can actually green screen him in using a different actor to portray the movements, but put him on there digitally. Now, I mean, this is going to come up. I mean, this is something that might really become a thing. Like, you might be able to, at certain points, get actors from, say, you can get John Candy in a movie now. Like, this might become, like, a thing. Like, maybe ten years down the line, they do, like, a John Candy movie. Or, uh, you know, someone else who passed away years ago. Like, I mean, we, we might be on the verge of that. Where you might be able, an actor who died, who, like, I wish I'd seen him in another movie. You might have that chance again. You know what? Good. I hope that it fucking eliminates Hollywood and all the fucking treacherous scumbags that are there that'd be great i'd love to watch another john a new john candy movie or uh you know oh yeah something that like that uh, heat ledger or something i I think we're on the verge of that especially with this james dean things right but uh yeah it's it's gonna be interesting uh but like you i am looking forward to the many saints of newark uh was it newark yes many the many saints of newark uh comes out next friday so I'll definitely be uh, out here smoking a cigar watching it. See, this is this is one of those movies that I will actually want to see in the theater. Yeah, well. I have I have uh what is it, HBO Max, HBO, whatever the 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 streaming thing is for it. I have it on my on my TV upstairs, but I almost want to watch it in the theater. Because <laughs> I don't want to be interrupted between the kids coming out and all this shit. And I want to have that that experience of being in the theater. I do too, but free is free. You know? Yeah. And with time, yeah, I mean, so that, limited. that's what kills me because I really don't want to give any money to Hollywood. Yeah, and you'll be forking over at least twenty bucks for a regular movie now. Like, uh, there are certain movies coming out that I, I don't care if it's free. I want to see it in the theater, like the new Spider-Man that's coming out in December. I, I want to go see that in the theater. Um, 
Venom's coming out in a couple weeks. I want to go see that in the theater. And I don't even think it's playing anywhere on a streaming thing. So, like, movies like that, like, I, I wanted to go see Godzilla and King Kong, but no one wanted to go with me. <laughs> so I ended up watching it by myself. And, uh, a loser. So. It's actually funny. That day, um, my wife has an oil change scheduled. So what I might do is... I might drive her in the work, go out for a nice breakfast, go see the first matinee of it, pick her up from work to get her to go get her vehicle. And then that night, we we're actually there was a fundraiser. We, we actually have a local drive in by us. I, I know for any young kids out there, a drive in is a movie theater that you sit in your car at. <laughs> yeah. You now it's, it's one of these things from yesteryear. Crazy shit. Yeah. But they're actually it's a double feature of the Goonies and the Sandlot. So That's I'm very awesome. excited about that. That's really cool. Uh, all right. Well, if you uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Bulls, Bull Ring PC, Instagram Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom. You can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button at the top, rate and review us so other people can find us. And uh, Tom, you can have a good weekend. I, I hope so. I have a three-day weekend, so I'm, I'm hoping that it turns into something good. I hope you do, too. So for next time, I am Joe. And I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. Good night. Take you right on the West Coast, kid. Holiday,